The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. WQAD Podcast Network. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Dazzo and the Degenerates. Place your bets. Your Quad Cities Sports Gambling Podcast. This week's best plays, last week's bad beats, and most importantly, a whole bunch of winners. I gotta get my Army Navy facts written down. Yeah, you do, because we're rocking and rolling. That's one of our biggest games, Pete. Well, it's the only game. It is the only game. Hey, uh, we're all alive and together. We're rolling. We're ready to go. Stroop's here Present. in the in you, the flesh. You're not, how many times this week will Pete, will, will Adam say, turn me up? Turn no. me up. I can't hear you. I'll take the under. <laughs> yeah, you should better take the under. Um... Welcome to the Quad Cities, friend. Welcome back to the Quad Cities, friend. Thanks, Fluin, just for you guys, yeah, just you for did. the podcast. You should. Um, well, I guess we start by talking about last week. We had a lot to talk. First off, we should talk about what we're going to do tomorrow, because um, if you enjoy gambling and you're in the Quad Cities and you're like us, um, there's no better thing to do than to go down to the William Hill Casino, the Isle of Capri, and uh, hang out and um, watch some football games and some basketball games and and uh, have some uh, beverages and, and, and gamble with us. So we're going to be there all day. I don't know if you guys want to stop by or whatever, but if anybody wants to come out and say hi, um, they see the picture on the podcast. They see Pete's, <laughs> <laughs> Pete's lovely. Just an awful picture, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Pete's lovely uh, mug and uh, um, stop by. And, and, and if you, even if you don't want to say hi to us, go out and gamble. we got two great places here in the Quad Cities to do it. Um, sport, elite Sports Book over in uh, Rhythm City. And then, of course, we're going to be tomorrow, William Hill and the Isle of Capri. So... Um, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Let's look back at what we did last week. And guys, I don't want to brag, but I might get rid of the degenerates and just take this thing on my own. Uh-oh. You're finally coming alive. That, it, it took you several weeks. That's as good as I've been. I mean, I've been really, really good lately. 3-1 uh, and one last week. Numbers are numbers, but 13-4 and four in the last month. I mean, if you're following me, you're winning a lot of money. But you're not following me. I'm shocked that you knew those exact numbers. I can add. That shit's probably on the refrigerator at home right now, <laughs> just marked off with every every record. No, I can't. I can't win in the NFL. College basketball's been um, good to me. College football's been hit and miss, but uh, yeah, NFL. I, every every NFL bet I make, we were talking about this. Every NFL bet I make, <clears throat> my team is up double digit points, and I should at that point just live bet the other side, and I'd be all right because. Shit hits the fan and it goes south pretty quick. Yeah, it's been uh, good for me. What I'm doing NFL wise is I'm limiting it to one or two plays on. on and unfortunately, now I can't do that because college football isn't around. But um, limiting it to those plays that I like that I know. Uh, last week I did Atlanta. I ended up doing minus two and a half, and it's forty to ten, I think, in the second half, and I felt good. So, and, and that's rare in the NFL to have an easy victory come the third quarter. So I try to minimize it because it is crazy what you don't expect. I mean, look at last week and you look at. Denver blowing out Houston. I mean, there's things that happen. In the, if, think about the fact that what was the over under on the Saints and the uh, and the Niners? Uh, I, I want to say it was like in the upper 40s, like 48. I think it doubled. They most they almost both covered the over by themselves, and they're supposed to be two of the better defenses in football. Like, I mean, some of the things that you you look at in the NFL and you say, "Well, that's not going to happen." That's actually what's happening this time this time of year, especially this season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that game it was. New Orleans got up with 21-7, and 
came back. All of a sudden, San Fran gets a touchdown. And th- San Fran, I don't know if they ever got stopped until maybe one time they punted. Other than that, it was a touchdown every single time. That Mostert guy was pretty much in the end zone every touch he had. And uh, yeah, Saints, I soured on him a little bit because you can't give up 48 Eight to at home. Not that great. I mean, a better, but San Francisco is known for their defense and, and their offense is good, but not 48 points good, is it? Uh, scary because I, I, I've been saying it. I have the Saints to win uh, the Super Bowl. I think I put like 10 bucks okay. on them. And I think it was what like eight. I think it was eight to one or something. So it's just like an eighty dollar uh, win. But God, I've been feeling really good about it, and then see that. Ugh. Um. Well, I guess we start. One of the main things we got to talk about this week is the only college football game going on on Saturday. Now, I say the only college football game going on, but there's actually, um, if you really want to gamble, you can gamble tonight. I mean, Northern Iowa is getting twenty points out at James Madison or wherever they're at. Um, so there's there's games out there, but I mean it's every, all eyes tomorrow will be on Navy, Navy and Army. And, and Pete, you brought up a really interesting point. The way Vegas saw this game in August, and this the way Vegas sees it, well not Vegas, the way Iowa sees it now, is completely different, which is very rare to see. Yeah. So this game, the preseason line was actually Army minus ten. Uh, right now it's Army plus ten and a half. So you're looking at a twenty point swing. Um, we've kind of debated this game all week. So <clears throat> one thing is the over-under, I haven't really tracked over-under of Army-Navy ever until looking at hardcore, I guess, this week. <laughs> um, so the, the over-under in this game, I figured it'd be around like upper 40s, maybe 50, because I know Navy scores a lot. But this game opened up, uh, I think it opened up at 45, all the way down to 40 and a half right now, the over-under. This thing has hit the under 13 years in a row. So you start to lean that way, but the caveat with that is the average over-under in that 13-year span is like 51 points. So you're going 11 points lower than that number. Um, I think there's supposed to be rain in Philadelphia, decent weather, but it doesn't matter when neither team's going to throw the ball. The, the big thing with the over-under in this game is, think about this: the possessions, right? Like there might be 100 snaps as opposed to 140 snaps, something yeah, like that, because yeah. it's all runs. The clock's going to keep moving. Uh, so that's kind of the one thing you got to weigh in here. But uh, that uh, that preseason line to now at almost 20, a three-touchdown swing, I mean, that, that drives me one way more than, than the other. Was it week two, week three, when Army almost beats Michigan? I think week the big two, house? they had Michigan beat, yeah, and then they kind of... Yeah. And they, they haven't been well good since then. They, they simply haven't been good. Um, I mean, you look at some of their games. I'm trying to think of who it was to that they played, but they lost like 17 to 8 or something like that. It was They didn't, yeah. they didn't get over ten, a double figure. And so Navy had a uh, I, I remember we talked about Navy-Notre Dame when that happened, and everyone was like, oh, Navy was kind of the big sexy pick. I think they were like getting 7.5 at Notre Dame and got the doors blown yeah. off them there. And So, I mean, they're, this game is more about like the uh, – it's like the pride and the you know that that type of thing more than anything. So that that's a I don't know how you could put that into into your equation. Well, and the other thing you got to remember is these two teams, and the reason why they're always usually close is because they play the same offense. They know exactly what everybody's doing. So it I just don't think the game gets out of hand typically. Yeah, and that's one of the things that jumps out to me is that how I mean. It's almost like an Iowa State game or some of these rivalry games where you can throw the records out the window, especially in this game, because they're two similar teams that do the similar things. Um, I think ten and a half is a is a lot of points, and that hook really bugs me. 
So we'll get to picks later on. But if I'm looking at this game and, and it's been good to me lately, is, is doing something along the lines of a, of a teaser and, and getting that 10.5. If you feel good at 10.5, which I already do, put it to 17.5 and, and then get that pick one of the over and unders. And that's where I'm at in this process is picking if I want to go up to 47, 47.5 and, and taking the under. Or if I want to, I mean, gosh darn it. Drop it down to 33, 34. Well, let me reiterate that usually when we looked at the over-unders, it was uh, around uh, 50 was where this this line is typically at. So you can't look at – I mean, you can look at the years and how many times it's gone under, but – Obviously, the betters knew this, and I think Pete said it opened at forty-four and a half or forty-five, and now it's all the way down to forty. And I don't know that the over—I don't know that the over/under is going to move up from forty and a half. I could see it going to forty. I don't know. I don't think it busts to thirty-nine. I saw, and a half, I saw it at forty. Okay. And now it's at forty and a half. So, so it's, it's almost like it was at yeah, forty-five, and it made it. Trend. It kind of it bottomed out at forty. I wouldn't be surprised to see it get to 41, 41 and a half before the game actually kicks off. Um, in Philadelphia, I don't know what the weather is. Probably raining. It seems like it always rains during this game. So um, an interesting game that we will be betting on because all the three of us are together watching football at a, at a casino. So that's something that we'll have lined up to do. And we'll kind of talk about and go through our picks later on in the podcast. Um, we'll talk NFL and then we'll talk college basketball because right now college basketball is really good. We're going to be doing a lot better job of after football season, college-wise, especially winds down, getting our college football or basketball picks up online quicker. Um, this week I won with the Illini, which was something that kind of popped out to me as an easy one. Um, so there's there's been some success um, college basketball-wise. It's something Pete's really good at, and I hate saying that. I usually don't compliment Pete on anything. So um, we'll talk it. about college basketball here in just a second. But let's do the NFL first and kind of go through the slate of games and we won't go through all of them, but when you look at what's going on in the NFL, we got to start with your uh, playoff-bound Chicago Bears trooper. Um, a chance not, to- not going to happen. Not going to happen this year. Uh, it's unfortunate because Mitch Trubisky's playing his best football. He's played all season long. Um, <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. He is. He is. But you he can't. Is, I, we, we were right before we started this. I was telling Pete that it, it just figures that Mitch Trubisky is going to play really well for the last few games of the season. Don't get me wrong, he's not Oh, he's back next year, baby. Yeah, oh, well, he was going to be back next year oh, anyway. He's, he's driving the ship, But man. the booing is is will stop for the rest of the season. Everybody will be like, oh, he played so well. And then next year we'll go to, uh, we'll, we'll start the season and it'll be back to normal. So the Bears go to Lambeau Field. And it's a four-point line? Four and a half. So this, this thing opened now. at seven. I've seen it down to, as of yesterday, three and a half at spots. So it's uh, Bears money. It's four o'clock. It's four four and a half right now. Yeah, I don't think it's I, getting higher than four I'll, and a half. I'll go. I'll go first, and I'll. I mean, I know it's not being a hate or anything. Um, and the Bears did look really good, but in the NFL, it's one of those things where expect the unexpected. And if a team's playing well, usually if they're not one of those elite teams, usually they're going to 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 have the opposite happen the next week. They played well last week. I know Dallas is is struggling. Um, but it's it's the Packers at Lambeau Field. They can't. The Bears don't beat the Packers at Lambeau Field when they're good. More or less when they're when they're not very good. Um, as you mentioned, Mitchell Trubisky's played better the last two weeks. They haven't been good defenses. This is a better, more opportunistic defense. I like the Packers this week a lot. I don't know if I'll lay the four and a half. I'll probably definitely get them in a money line somewhere. But I, I like the uh, the Packers in this game. It's kind of I'm kind of surprised that the seven makes more sense than the three and a half. Is the way I'll look at it. The seven is a I would have put. Uh, uh, I I thought it'd be a seven point line, and I'd buy the hook and get to six and a half, and I'd play that. So to be at four and a half, I should play the points. 
Absolutely. Well, rule number one, don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> rule number four, don't bet against Aaron Rodgers against the Chicago Bears, right? Yeah. Um, if you look at trends, I'm pretty sure that he's won a lot of games. Uh, Over-under is 40-and-a-half, and actually the Packers' offense has not no, been doing well. That's why I think it's as close as it is, is because this – the Bears' defense should keep them in the football game. And Hicks is coming back. So, yeah, I mean, they, they linebackers-wise, now no Smith, obviously no Trevathan. But um, what uh, about a tease of the Packers and the uh, under? You guys are going to hate that I'm going to say this. I think the Bears are going to win, honestly. I know you Outright. Do. I don't think Green Bay is very good. I think the Bears are got trending, obviously, the right way. at the. I'm not going to say the wrong time, but it's too late now. But uh, I don't think Green Bay is that good. I think the Bears have some momentum. Pete's really bad at gambling in the NFL. Just yeah, I'm bad at gambling. So <laughs> yeah, go the other way. Just, on that yeah, one. Just, just so you know, I would I will respectfully disagree, and and I think it'll be in my my picks the other way. But um, and I can I mean I agree with what he's saying about the the, the Packers haven't been amazing all year at all. And, and the one thing about them is they're they're they have Devonta Adams and they have nobody else to throw the football to. Aaron Jones is is a d- dynamic back, but. It's against the Bears' defense, and especially Hicks' back. I mean, that's what makes this game intriguing, and I think when it gets down to the fact that isn't Trubisky going to make mistakes and, and, and Rodgers probably – Rodgers isn't going to make mistakes. He might not beat you, but he's not going to make mistakes. He doesn't throw interceptions, which is a, a crazy thing. So um, we'll talk more about those when we get to our picks. I'll probably put into those as well. Um, can you guys figure out the NFC East, or do we even want to try to? Because it's very intriguing to see the Washington Redskins who go to Lambeau Field last week and – and and after they, they they started poorly, then they played great. The rest I think of that the speaks game. to how bad Green Bay's offense has been. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been lighting up Washington all year but long. Washington's defense has been good. Their offense is bad, but their defense has been okay. And do you want to? Are you going to go? Are you going to take the? You, can you take the Eagles on the road, giving five points to anybody? I hate that. I I hate these games. It's like betting the AFC. South, like a few oh, years ago, where it's like all the same team. You know, it's like you can't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a tough game to bet either way. I I'm not saying the Eagles are going to lose. I would not. T- I would not bet Washington ever the rest of the year. That's in my opinion. But well, yeah, go against goes, that, and you'll probably win. There goes one of my bets. Stripper, <laughs> 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 what do you think? No, I I, I agree. I can't. <clears throat> I think both these teams aren't very good. I, Washington's really not good. I can't take Washington. It, is it one of those rules that you just know bet on bad football and kind of get away from this game? Yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, it, uh, uh, th- what's going on with New England? New England on the road at Cincinnati, and they're giving 10 points? I don't know if this is the week that they that they turn it around. Pete's been saying it the whole time. This is when Patriots dip. Um, so I don't know if you bet on them, but they're ready to break out, I think. Yeah, they'll be in well, my, my one NFL bet. They'll be in it, so it probably throws them under the bus a little bit. But uh, um, but how? I mean, how do you how do you take Cincinnati plus ten? Like, how do you go up to the window and say, "Give me well, Cincinnati plus ten"? I don't think you ever 10. do that. I don't think you do that. But that's the thing is, this year in the NFL, you can look at these games all all week. Last week, you couldn't go. You can't go to the window and take Washington to to. You can't go to the. I mean, the one they're getting. Even yeah, the Lions, I the Lions it. covered. They're terrible. And they there was plus four minus fourteen. And it's they, hard they to win in the NFL given like more than one score. It is it is rough unless you're like unless you're like, like the Ravens and you just keep scoring touchdowns because that's what they do what they did last night. So um, Minnesota and the Chargers a must win for Minnesota. Things are getting tight in the playoff push, and not just with the Bears, but Rams right on their toes as well. And um, 
Uh, Seattle showed some vulnerability last week as well. So a lot of things going on in the NFC with the playoff situation. Minnesota goes on the road to the Chargers that haven't been very good all year, except for they looked really good last week. And they've they've either looked terrible or they look great. They, they, they hammer the Packers. They hammered Jacksonville last week, but Jacksonville's done. But how do you figure that game out? I want to say this. When we talked about the Bears making the playoffs – my reasoning was... Why are we going back? Oh, okay. Be, my we're reasoning was is that the Bears were going to take the Vikings' playoff spot, okay? I, I said this at lunch today. I'm going to say it again. The Bears are going to finish ahead of the Vikings this year um, in the standings. The only problem is, is the pesky Rams got in the way of the Bears' playoffs. Vikings probably lose this game outright. Um, they're going to lose to the Bears one more time. And uh, I, I honestly think that the Bears finish like Pat... Uh, um, Pete said. Can I, can I have? Can I ask you a question? I don't have the Bears winning another game this season. They're going to be underdogs in every game that they're going to play. Underdogs win. I get that, but I'm just saying, like in your mind, you say that as if you fully expect the Bears to go three and zero the rest <laughs> of the way. Their hardest part of the schedule is right now, and they haven't done good with the bad part of the schedule. Pete just said that they're going to win outright this week. I said, don't bet uh, against. Pete Aaron hasn't Rogers. won an NFL <laughs> bet in a month. Pete's going to be right on this one. And the Bears are going to beat the Vikings. And uh, who is it? The Chiefs? <laughs> yeah, it's just the other really. Yeah, I think lo- that was I think my the, luck. The Chiefs going to be their loss for sure. I, I just don't. I'm not, they, I, would they, not bet, I would not bet the Bears' money line. And let's, you're, let's talking, get about, that you're talking about going to Green Bay and Minnesota. You don't get either of these teams on the road. You get or at home. You get both of them on the road. Both of them have better records. Both of them have better quarterbacks. Both of them have better teams. And suddenly the Bears are going to run this. Slate. All right, let me say I'm this. Just trying they, to figure you it out. know what? If they were still in the playoff hunt, I think they could run the table. They are in the playoff hunt. They're not. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I think the Chargers so go- win this game. Okay, Pete. All of that. I, I, I would bet. That to- I would bet Minnesota if I was going to play this one. And I won't play this game, but I would bet Minnesota just because they're they're the better football team over over the Chargers. I, Chargers are so up and down. You don't know what you're going to get. So you you might bet the Chargers, and they might squeak one out 23-20, or they could lose, you know, 28-7, to something like that. I don't trust them at all. Checks all three boxes. Uh, Chargers are a home dog. Um, they are uh, uh, they're getting um, 72% of the tickets, only 56% of the cash. So I like the Chargers. Um, this is one of the lines in Vegas I look at and I say this doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the Rams are playing really good football. They go to Dallas playing really bad football, probably probably the worst football, most disappointing team in football. How do you um, – what would you have thought the line was? I know you've looked at it, but if I would have told you Rams versus Cowboys this week, what do you think the line is? Uh, and you said it's – Don't look at it. Just what would you I'm think? Not, um, gosh, I, I would have probably said Rams mm, minus two and a half. Okay, it's, it's one and a half. But still, it's like Vegas, it, one team's playing terribly, one play's, team's playing really well, and, and it's, it's, a, it's basically a pick em game at minus one, minus one and a half. Yeah, usually this game would be like a, this is like your typical, if Dallas was playing a little better, like your Dallas minus three, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right on that type of number. They've looked so bad lately. Um, that's, it becomes a pretty tough game. They have to, at some point, Dallas has to win a game, right? I don't know when that's going to happen. He, but. Here's the thing in the NFL you have to plug your nose and gamble. On anything, on anything here, you can look at all of these teams and you can and you can say, "Are you going to bet on the Cowboys?" Like, and and you have to go do it if you want to do it. And unfortunately, to win, you have to do that. Last week, if you look at it, 
we joked on here saying, you're going to bet on the Lions? You want 13 points with the Lions? You would have won or pushed. Or 14 points you could have gotten probably. Same thing with, with uh, Washington. All these games that you look at, and the same thing with Cincinnati. I know it sounds crazy. Cincinnati at home, if you say, I can't bet that, watch them cover that. I mean, it happens all the time. So are what you, is what you're saying uh, that this line does look fishy? I think it looks weird. I, and I do too. And so what have we said all year long? When Stay a away. line looks fishy, go at, well, I say or take, the, or take the opposite team. Yeah. So Cowboys are probably the play here. I'm not going to play them because I think that – their coach sucks. But. I see Dallas open somewhere, at least open minus four. I don't know how when that was, but that's, I, had, I had to open at minus four, and then now at plus one and a half, so a five and a half point swing. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would lean Dallas, but yeah, one of those games where... Two more games real quick to talk about, then we'll kind of talk some basketball. Buffalo and the Steelers play on Sunday night. Buffalo's been a good football team all year long. Um, they're getting a point, so basically a pick them. At Pittsburgh, we're not buying Pittsburgh yet, are we? I think this line looks shady. Don't you? Th- we said that again. I-, I think the Bills should be favored in this game. I'm kind of surprised by it, but it goes back to the fact that it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh love people love Pittsburgh. People are betting on Pittsburgh. They're going to get a lot of money to begin with. I have no. It just seems weird to me. Yeah, well, I-, I think the play in this game, just looking at the numbers, under 37 feels right with those two t- offenses. Um, even a like a Sunday night play would be a, a Buffalo plus seven and a half under 43 and a half type sure. of thing. That's kind of, that sticks out even more where yeah. you're getting over that one score and you're 43 and a half is a pretty big number with those two teams. If you're thinking about betting the bills, you will be part of 88% of the tickets, 88% of the money. So it's, it's almost so people are betting the bills. Oh yeah. Well, it's yeah, because that's what's scary. Vegas or Iowa, they, they, they are asking you. They are begging you. <laughs> it sounds so much cooler when you say Vegas than when you say Iowa's asking you to. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. make well, sense. Well, Iowa's not setting the lines, but yeah, they're that's coming true. from. That's true. Um, Indianapolis and the Rams on Monday night. This game is... Saints, it, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Saints. <laughs> Minus Guy nine. Guy just messes up the whole time. Minus nine. <laughs> the, the odds makers hate the Colts. They hate the Colts. I, I hate them, too. <laughs> I, I've been terrible with them. It seems like the Saints... This is a, an area where you look at this and you say the Saints bounce back and play really well and they win a game, but nine is a lot. So this is like, I look at this and say, well, I'm going to be money line parlaying or teasing the Saints in somehow, some way. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you could get... I mean, Saints down to minus two and a half, over 40. That's it. The Saints are going to score enough, right? I mean, they're not going to play a... You would think, anyways, they're not going to play like a twenty-one to seven type of game. Um, yeah, that, you that, definitely that, don't want to lay nine points. Leans. Yeah, I would have thought this game would have been around like seven and a half, like pushing right right over yeah. that seven number. Nine's a little high. Um, yeah, just kind of it shows the distrust in the in the Colts. I think there's like there's teams you could see that the odds makers don't trust. Colts are one. Green Bay's definitely one. Um, teams that are pretty decent, you know. Record-wise, I mean, the Colts are 6-7, and seven, but have been in the hunt for most of the year. Well, and, and let's talk about that for a second, because I think we all were questioning, and, and I, we'd have to go back. I don't remember where their record, when they, I feel like the record was pretty good early on, and they were still becoming underdogs. And guess what? Vegas knew that they weren't that good of a football team. And so, but, but nine points, again, it's like Vegas is even overestimating on this one. 
If you guys, I'll wait. I'll wait for my my picks. I got. I got. I came up with something there. So Colts have lost right. five of their last six games as well. Right? Yeah. They only beat. They won. They beat Jacksonville. I think that was the game in. Uh, I think that was in London, wasn't let, it? Let me bring up one more. Houston getting three. <clears throat> my fault. Minus three at Texas or at, at the Tennessee Titans. Houston's Houston's getting three. Tennessee like, minus three versus Houston. Yes. Here's what scares home. me about this one. The Texans come off a huge loss, and it was terrible to, to Denver. And, and we don't think Broncos are a very good football team. This is a huge overreaction. But I like the Titans still. <laughs> See, I think I like the I like the 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 the, the Houston. Yep. I, I like really Houston. like Houston a lot. If you want the three or more, I like Houston to win the game. Yeah. I think I think over fifty ones also in jeopardy there. These teams have been. You don't think of the Tennessee Titans having offense? I don't know if they've had offense in the last fifteen years, but they they have it right now. I, I know I know the Patriots have struggled. I get that, but two weeks ago. Houston was everybody's baby. They went, they down, I mean, it got close late because James White scored a couple touchdowns late and screwed me at fantasy football. But that was a, that was an ass kicking. And, and Houston's not a bad football team. They're not the same football team without JJ Watt and some of the injuries they've had, but they're a good football team. And what happened last week happens sometimes. And the overreaction is going to be, oh my gosh, Houston's not that good. They lost at home to the Broncos by the, give me Houston all day long. And another overreaction is going to be, and you were kind of surprised by it. Don't Denver's not that good. That there's a reason why they're they're double digit favor or underdogs almost. Yeah, now it's ten at Kansas City, and people look at that going, well, geez, Denver just went into Houston and beat Houston. Uh, they can go and keep it within ten points. No, they they're not that good of a football team. That was a weird weird day yesterday or last week. Don't bet on one week. Bet on the big picture. Bet on Houston this week. That's my little rant. I um, think you're I think you're right with that though. Yeah. Houston. I mean. He, Think about it. We were, what, a couple weeks ago was, I'd say, Baltimore, the Pats, and Houston with Kansas City kind of like, ah, you don't, they're kind of in limbo. But those were your three definitive teams, Houston, I think. Houston went to Kansas City and won already this year. They beat the Patriots this year. They're a good football team. They, they played crappy last week, coming off a primetime game against the Patriots where they won. That's the big letdown. They had it. They'll come back and bounce back nicely this week. So. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I, and I, like I said from the get-go, it's a complete overreaction. Mm-hmm. But I, and when I said I like the Titans, I, I need to rephrase that. I don't necessarily like them to cover this game. I just like the Titans. Yeah, they play. But here's they've been playing really well and winning a lot of football games. They're dude. They're not the Tennessee Titans aren't going to win five straight games. I don't know what they've won in a row, but haven't they won like four games in a row or like five or six or something like that? Tannehill's been like. Yes. Like fantasy football magic so yes. far. So, so I added. And I, I, I added Tannehill. Um, I, I, I had I had Kyler, and I, I put in Tannehill last week, and I, I was sitting there watching the Titans play, yeah. and I looked at my wife, and I said, I didn't even know what the Titans uniform looked like. Yeah. I had never watched them so, before. But think about <laughs> this for a second. Or real quick, off. I have a choice between Aaron Rodgers and, and Ryan Tannehill this week. And you're thinking about it. That's what's sad. Right? Yeah. And what, seriously, Gosh, it's what's, what's defense, the final so. score of the Packers game going to be? Well, we were just talking about. It. I mean, twenty seventeen. It's a forty forty and a half. I line. like the under. Yeah, and what's the final? What's the score of this game that we just talked I mean, about? I would think the way I would look at it, if I was that, so Rodgers isn't going to be a running threat, right? He might get twenty yards on some random one. Is Aaron Rodgers going to have three touchdown passes? I don't no. think so. I mean, Tannehill, if it's like, oh, he went for who's he throwing he went it to? to for three thirty six and three touches, you'd be like, yeah, I guess that's kind of what's been happening. Yeah. No, I mean. Real quick, thanks for, thanks real, for that help. Real quick, terrible fantasy story. Not that anyone gives a shit about my team. 
final. Yeah, we do. We do. about to go into the final four, right? Win, win last week. Um, I was like, all right, I'm going to face this guy who's a, the number one seed, but he doesn't have a good team. And so I'm thinking I'm playing him the whole time. And I look yesterday, and I was playing somebody different who has the best team in our league. And he has Lamar Jackson. Yep. Zach, oh. Zach freaking Ertz. The other guy had Zach Ertz. One bumped me to play a different person. I didn't even know until Thursday. Oh. And I was like, Lamar Jackson just watched him throw a touchdown. I was like, this is, I'm done already. What did he end up with? 45 for me. I, know, I, I, I have Lamar. That's ridiculous. I have. Yeah. I, I, I know this isn't a fantasy football podcast. Should be. Could but be. I, it's all related. But I have. Though. I have Lamar, Saquon, and Zeke on the same team, and I'm seven and five. Well, yeah, because Saquon hasn't been yeah. very good, yeah. and Zeke has been been disappointing. How'd you get all those? Oh, Lamar. Here's my my story, real fast. We have a fun kid, one with my family. Um, Lamar Jackson was my last pick because the computer picked him for me, and I dropped him right after the thing. Because I had Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, I don't need a backup quarterback. I'll find one when I get it. Then my my rotund brother, <laughs> I edited that. Um, Larry went and picked him up like week two, and he's been he's in the number one seed. He can't stop Larry Randazzo. Um, okay, let's talk some college hoops. Um, a big day tomorrow in college basketball. A lot of interesting games. I think the main one that should be fun to talk. We don't know the lines right now. We're taping this. Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon, so the lines haven't come out. A good way to tell the lines right now, there's a few places that are that, that have a few things up. Um, also, if you look at Kempom, they usually, that's kind of where it starts. It's usually going to be right around that when it comes to Kempom. And obviously, with college basketball especially, lines change quickly. So, I mean, they come up quickly and they can change quickly. So, all of those being said, probably the best game tomorrow is the, is the night game. God bless our souls. Um, Gonzaga at Arizona. Yeah, Gonzaga at Arizona, Michigan or uh, Oregon at Michigan. Those That's are kind of the two yet. the two key games I'd say are prime time games you'd look at. But <clears throat> that Gonzaga game, so yeah, probably looking at an Arizona minus two range somewhere in there, two to three is what what I think it'd be at. I'd probably lean Gonzaga. Getting if it was three, I'd probably take Gonzaga. Um, I think both of these teams. I've watched Gonzaga a few times. I think they're both these teams to me are soft and just relative terms of loose ball type of thing. I think both teams are soft over under probably looking at like a 150 mark. I would really lean towards overall. I mean, it's a big number in college basketball. I'd lean more towards the over. Let's be honest game. with ourselves. It's going to be nine o'clock at night. I mean, we're going to bet something in the game, right? It's going to be nine o'clock at night tomorrow. And maybe we will play a side. But boy, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch every point go through that hoop. So yeah, the, the over, over makes sense. You want to that, go? That's, you we're talking. Re- we're talking the probably the tenth hour of drinking. So <laughs> yeah, the bet hopefully is placed before eight fifty five. Over served people don't like to root for defense. Like that's not fun. We want to watch people score baskets. Which is so. probably the reason you should take the under. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but Arizona looked really good early on in the year. They're just young, and Gonzaga, man, I mean. They're they're real deep talented. I think both teams are up and down. That's how they're going to play. It's going to be a fast paced game. I would say I would lean Gonzaga with the points right now. If I could get three, which, like I said, I mean I think it's going to come out two to three, but who knows where it ends up. And uh, that over under, if it comes out one fifty or so, is probably moving up from that number. But I'd still lean over. I think it's going to be. I think the winner's scoring in the eighties. 
Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And like you said, it's going to be a fast-paced game. Arizona's only loss is to Baylor. Baylor's Baylor's good. Baylor's, Baylor's really a good. team that I'm going to be betting on a lot this year. Um, very impressed with that they've, what they've done in the early season. So really good game there. Um, another game, and, and you look at good teams that are that come off of losses, kind of a bounce back, and same thing in, in football. Uh, Michigan lost this week at Illinois. They go home to play Oregon. It's different because it's a it's a it's an early game. It's eleven o'clock our time, noon up in Ann Arbor. I don't think that makes a huge amount of difference, but um, Oregon's good. They they've lost two games this year. They're seven and two. They're ranked tenth. Michigan's ranked fifth. Obviously, those will change because of that. But I, I like Michigan to bounce back, depending on what the point total is going to be. Yeah, Oregon's a really good team. They've I mean they've squeaked by. I mean they had to play Seton Hall. Uh, Gonzaga and UNC in a three-day span, all really good teams. Um, my thought on Oregon, though, I see so you say it doesn't really matter. Eleven o'clock Central Time game, Oregon. That's nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock body that. time. Um, I think Michigan's also really they're a good team. I thought Illinois played a really good second half. Michigan started out hot, couldn't do much more after that. Illinois, I mean, Illinois is a good basketball team, but you just don't know if you're getting Jekyll or Hyde, which one you're getting. Uh, throughout this game um i think it's going to open like probably open around three for michigan i would bet michigan uh this is probably one of my favorite bets of the year if you could get it under four of, the, not year. of the year of the, of the week sorry oh, i was gonna say of the week wow if, the, the, if you're the talking about young. the year um yeah no i would i would go with that Oh, I, I, I absolutely agree i, I was actually going to say four and a half so I, I i think that it's safe um Man, a bounce-back game like this in basketball is uh, – and Michigan can score points, right? So I'm not really worried about um, that line unless it gets out of control and goes up near five and, and, and above. A couple games that kind of pop out to me, and, and you mentioned it early on, but um, Wichita State and, or, and Oklahoma, that game's at Wichita State. Is that right, Pete, or is that on a neutral court? Yeah, it's at uh, at Wichita. At Wichita State. Wichita State's 8-1 in the season. You look at what they've done, and not a lot points that pops out to you. Um, I don't know what the line's going to be on that, but they just got done beating beating Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State by 20. I know Oklahoma State's not very good, but um, Wichita State's a really good program. I think it's a, t- a team that's going to bounce back after a, a disappointing year last year. That's an intriguing game to me. I have no idea what the line – you might know a line or – It just actually worked. Well, what are we? Little after five lines just popped up. I see Wichita State minus or Wichita minus three. Um, scratch, uh, scratch Michigan. Wichita State's my favorite play of the day for sure. Minus three. What is? Um, if you get three, I, I don't. There's no way in hell that line on Saturday. Do you know what Michigan three. is? Uh, Michigan's three and a half, so it's right in that right in that range. But Wichita minus three. I would have expected five. It's kind of what I would have expected. Right. That Wichita's line looks really like it's good. moving too. and an absolute. One of the tougher places to play yeah, in the nation. Absolutely. So those are two good plays for you. Um, give me thoughts on, because it's a game that we're going to be watching and probably going to be gambling on. Um, Memphis is at Tennessee, number 13 versus number 19. Memphis is a really young basketball team. I know Tennessee lost a lot from last year's team. Still off to an okay start, a good start to the season. Is that a t- too tough of an environment for a Memphis team to go into and get a victory, or am I overthinking that? Yeah, obviously Wiseman's not playing, and I think they're missing one other. Um, in Knoxville, line six right now. It's I don't I don't feel comfortable. Six for Tennessee. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable yeah. laying six, but I I don't think Memphis will win the game. I don't. 
it's going to be what two o'clock on Saturday, so probably and an ESPN game, so we're probably going to be having to play this one one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not a problem. I would lean. It. I would lean Tennessee. Six is a lot, but uh, maybe something you money line something in there. But yeah, t- Memphis wanna, is Memphis is talented, but they're missing. They're missing a lot and have to go to a tough place to I, play. I want to put Tennessee money line in with one of the first two games, but I don't know. But I don't want to be the guy sitting at the table at the aisle, not not on one of the the, the money the, the the lines instead of it being money lines. So, um, but yeah, those are some of the thoughts. We'll put some plays up. We'll put some plays up on uh, on Twitter coming up later on tonight. So uh, the other one that kind of sticks out at me, just seeing it right now, Georgetown minus three at Syracuse. I think Georgetown's good. Um, Syracuse rec- is not recently just beat Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State, but they were. <clears throat> I don't know where the lines makers are coming with George Songs. They were getting 11 at Oklahoma State, beat them outright. SMU is actually a pretty good team, too. They uh, just beat SMU at, uh, by 17 points. So I thought this line would be higher than three. I, so I would lean Georgetown that way. I, I would have expected, like, right around that, probably four and a half to five is what I would have thought it would have been. At. We're getting lines as they open up. Michigan minus three and a half. Uh, you said. Minus three for Wichita State. I, How my, I think Wichita is the one that's going to move the most. Okay. I think Wichita is going to move the most, in my opinion. But right. So head over to the bridge right now. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I might have to. The other one, at Notre Dame, I see minus eight against UCLA. Um, I was debating in my head which team I actually thought would win the game outright. So you're telling me now that UCLA is getting eight. I don't, I don't trust Notre Dame. They're young. They have a couple guys back. But, um, but yeah, they just lost. They lost a BC at home. One was that. It was real recent. I think it may have been last last Saturday they lost to BC at home as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. So they scare me a little bit. I, I don't trust UCLA after watching them in Maui, but getting eight points, that's a lot of points. A lot of basketball. We'll keep you updated on Twitter tomorrow. At QC Sports Bet is the handle for that. All right, boys. I don't know if you got them, but put your money where your mouth is. You guys, uh, if, if, if somebody's due, it's that side of the table. So... Um, your four-pack of plays, we'll start with the visitor. We'll start with our guest from out of town who flew in, on, flew in on a private jet to the Quad Cities, living the life of a rock star this weekend. What do you got, Struber? Uh, we're going to go with the Chargers plus three. I think they win out, right? The line's one and a half, though, isn't it? Oh, did I read it wrong? Maybe. Let me look. It's not not hard to win games when you're adding points. To <laughs> yeah, it's one. It did half. move down to one. I'm sorry, I was reading the top. Uh, I think they went out right anyway, so uh, we'll take the one and a half, right, not right. three. Although, if you want to be kind, write down three. <laughs> uh, Bears Packers. Um, I'm going to take the under forty and a half. Uh, and then I think you guys are kind of in similar boats, but Army and the over. We're going to tease that. And this one's the play that uh, I guaranteed to not win, but Arizona over 151. I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this down as a four-pack play because I know that's what we're playing tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> so it makes you do it. it I understand that. Because there's times that we do our, our podcast on like a Wednesday or Thursday, and I literally have to go on like a Friday or Saturday and go, ah, damn it, I told everybody to do it, so I got to do it myself. So Let um, me look and see what that's at real quick. Uh, Arizona State opened up five against – oh, wow. They got Arizona minus three and a half over under 151 is what I see opening line. Okay. All right, Pete, give us some winners. Shit. We do. Um, Shit. <laughs> I would lean right now Army plus the ten and a half. I may tease him up with Stroop. Uh, that'll be one where we're probably – few beers deep and then decide to actually play that one at about 130 
Um, but yeah, I, I lean Army in that game, so that's I'll put that one down. Uh, NFL, I'm only given one, so one of these, one of one or two of these three teams. Sorry, but you're going to lose the game this week. Um, ten point teaser. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to mess with the six or seven. Ten point teasers <laughs> minus one twenty. Three teams. Patriots over Cincinnati. Kansas City over Denver. And San Francisco over Atlanta um, brings them all to basically even or even or minus a half. Uh, all should win, but like I said, two of them will end up. One of them will be up twenty points and probably lose the game. Um, my other two will be college basketball: Wichita minus three for sure. Um, gosh, it leaves me a lot. What I'm gonna, if I was right now able to bet, I would do to so take one of these three. Um, I'd do Gonzaga plus three and a half. I'd bet Georgetown minus three. I'd probably lay the three and a half with Michigan as well. Um, so which one is your? <laughs> you pick, oh, let's well, go Gonzaga. That that line surprised me. I thought it would actually be like two. You Gonzaga know, plus, plus three, and three, and three and a half. Yeah, that's too you many. You know how much fun it is when when Pete gets into basketball, yeah. college basketball. It's great. No, he's. Uh, I don't know why you're forcing yourself to do football when there's all these great college basketball. It's a four-pack of plays. You can do all four college basketball if you well, want they, to. We, we're usually doing this podcast on, like, a what, Wednesday night. So there's no ba- no college basketball to plan. Th- Thursday's the worst college basketball night of the week. All right, let me give you some winners. Uh, Stroop is correct, finally. 17.5 is what I want Army to be at, and I want their over and under to be over 34, I think is what we'd be at right now. But um, it's 34 flipping points. They better score. So, I, I like. Pr- I <coughs> promise you, we're going to be rooting for overtime. Oh, well, we're going to be. <laughs> yeah, most likely we will. Um, I like in a money line parlay that you can win a little bit of money with. Um, I like the Packers and the Saints. Actually, it's only plus. It's minus one twenty is what it is. I will take Aaron Rodgers over Mitchell Trubisky any day, and I will take uh, Drew Brees over Jacoby Brissett any day. And they're both at home, which makes my life a lot easier as well. So that is my NFL parlay. Um, I will take Houston. And if you want to, you can sprinkle a little bit on the money line. But you can take, um, for my purposes, because I like to put, give out winners and I don't want to be too, I like my record to continue to uh, 13 and four, boys. 13 and four. Whew. Just saying. Um, minus, I'll take the three points for Houston. Do to lose. I know. I'm just screwing. <laughs> I think the uh, gambling gods are upstairs going, no, you're in trouble now. And then the last one, since Pete didn't take the, uh, take it, I will take it. I will do Michigan minus the three and a half. Is that the correct line? That's the line right now. Yep. I will do Michigan minus three and a half. Um, I do like a lot of the other things Pete said, and we're either going to win a lot of money tomorrow, boys, or we're going to lose a lot of money tomorrow. But either way, I'm going to catch a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than that. You'll catch a little more than that. That's true. So uh, once again, make sure you're following us on Twitter, um, at QC Sportsbet. Um, we will update uh, more often, we promise, because college basketball season is rocking and rolling. Um, also, if you're out and about in the Quad City area, we will be at uh, the Isle of Capri tomorrow. God only knows when, but I'll definitely be there by 2 or 2.30, so make sure you stop by. And um, Matt will be the only one that you know what he no, looks like. So. Yeah, um, just look at the beautiful character on the uh, on Matt's the at the over-under at uh, 0.5 people showing up and yeah, I don't uh, think anybody watching should. this podcast. I don't think anybody there shows up because they listened to this and said point, especially point five is the over under. Especially because of the fact that we're doing this at five thirty on a Friday night. So that gives them twelve hours to listen to it and go. But I do expect and hope that some of the people that are already that the Isle of Capri might happen to listen to the fastest rising, most popular um, <laughs> gambling sports uh, sports gambling podcast in the Quad Cities. 
That is Daz with the Degenerates. Super, thanks for being in town. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Behave yourself this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week.